Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor at the Altamont Enterprise, here as always with co-publisher Marcello Yaya. People in the area will not be surprised with our front page picture. We got about 10 inches of snow yesterday and Michael Koff was out and about taking pictures of sledders at Tawasantha Park, having fun. Our lead story by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer is the next turn of the wheel in the tax dilemma in Gilderland. State Senator George Amador had sponsored two bills which passed in the Senate and two similar bills in the Assembly are waiting to be passed. They're sponsored by Patricia Fahey. One of them is statewide. It will inform people if there's going to be a sudden shift, 5% in their values. And the other is to help with the situation in Gilderland, a one-time Fix the problem being the equalization rate changed so dramatically that people living outside of the Gilderland School District saw a big hike in their bills. The larger problem has not been addressed, and that is a thousand different municipalities in the state, each with their own way of assessing values and an overworked office trying to equalize it. The other front page story, I went to a forum where experts on the scamming of elderly people spoke to police officers and this woman, Elizabeth Lowy, who had worked in Manhattan in, in the district attorney's office and head of the elder abuse unit, had some amazing stories to tell, which she said are common themes. The basic idea, she called it a perfect storm, is that the great wealth in this country is concentrated in old people, and at the same time, one in three die with dementia. They're easy targets for scammers, but surprisingly, most of those are family members who exploit them. Carol Coogan has a very understandable drawing with invisible students at a crosswalk, and the editorial is about a story that's unfolded on her pages. Um, when Elizabeth uh, wrote about a hit and run at the corner near the high school, Route 146 and School Road, and discovered that pedestrians weren't able to get into the crosswalk. As a result, the DOT has changed the sequencing of that signal, so there's a seven-second chance for people to get in the crosswalk and be noticed, and we've gotten a lot of response from readers who think other things should be done for both directions, as well as perhaps rerouting and other ideas, and we'll continue to follow the story. A letter from Kevin Cush up in Knox, scolding us for using a word in quoting uh, President Donald Trump. That word was shithole, and it appeared in a letter to the editor, which we ran. Um, Old Man of the Mountain is talking about Groundhog's Day and wintertime that keeps on going. Mary Ellen Johnson, who writes our history column, had a fascinating piece this month. It's on the Wide Awakes, and many of you probably haven't heard of them. It was a movement to get Abraham Lincoln elected, and this is a banner from the Gilderland Wide Awakes that had hung in what is the basement was a kitchen of the Frederick Mindersey House. A letter from the director of the Gilderland Library, Timothy Wiles, congratulating the community for caring about its kids. 500 people came to a film called Screenagers, 
looking at some of the advantages and drawbacks of growing up in the digital age. We have a letter from Anne Margaret Oldick and Byrne congratulating Randy Bashwinger on the GOP um, nominating him for the Rising Star Award. We have a letter from Donna Fisher with um, her views in response to an earlier letter on parents, she says, should be able to choose their own health care. H. Rose Schneider wrote about Westerlo's town board meeting this week, where two more solar arrays are being approved. These are community arrays joining some large commercial arrays. And also there's a movement to hang banners honoring veterans, and this is a wall of veterans um, from Westerlo, similar to the project that Gilderland recently undertook. Rose also wrote about Daniel McCoy's trip to Ohio to observe the um, testimony there as a number of municipalities across the country have taken on big pharma for the ways it markets opioids causing, they say, addiction. And he says if they were to win money in the suit, it would be used to help addicts. Um, Sean Mulcairin has a wonderful look at the Altamont Fire Department, starting with its history after the big fire, which really led to the incorporation of Altamont as a village so that there could be taxes to have money for the hose company. <clears throat> and he talks to chiefs, ladies auxiliary members, and gives a really complete look at what, what that department is about. And we salute them on their 125 years. Sean also had a wonderful interview with a Voorheesville graduate named Christopher, and Evan Christopher, sorry, his first name is Evan, and we heard about it from his grandmother, who's a beloved retired teacher, Andrea Gleason, and he's following in the family tradition, but the news is he was recognized by the governor, Governor Baker of Massachusetts, for his work with inner city kids in Springfield. He's a coach with a winning record, as well as a math teacher. And we salute him. Elizabeth went to a session at the University of Albany that was initiated by a Gilderland High School senior, and here he is, Arnav Kanan. And the idea is to inspire entrepreneurship. These kids are coming up with products they'd like. These young women um, have thought of an app that would help special needs kids stay focused. These guys have thought of a way to have grocery lists generated from shelves that are sensitive to what's missing, and they're going to have a competition at the end to see whose pitch is the most convincing. More from the seminar on financial abuse of seniors. These are police officers from Albany. Also there were officers from Gilderland and Bethlehem and Colony, and um, the training really was very, very enlightening. Our usual blotters, the arrests in the area. Um, this man, Ryan O'Connor, has been charged with robbery of the bank in Slingerlands. And here, Elizabeth, who covered the entire rape trial for Franklin Cassatelli of Gilderland, and he was found guilty by the jury and sentenced by Judge Thomas Breslin on Monday to 37 years in state prison. There's a $500 reward out for anything that leads to the conviction of who left a beagle who was poorly cared for in a garbage bag by the side of the road in Selkirk. 
Rose did a story on what Burn Knox Westerlode is doing with a neighboring doctor, Kristen Mack. There was a, a spate of absences due to flu, and now flu kits with sanitizer are being distributed, as well as educational materials. Bottom line advice, wash your hands a lot. The libraries, as always, have many, many, many activities. The snow on Monday did close libraries, but... Events are back up and running today, including the Chocolate Olympics up in Bern, which sounds like a great idea. Lots going on in our community calendar. No room for a picture. There were so many activities this week. And here we have a celebration of love on Valentine's Day, another Mike Koff picture <laughs> of people tobogganing for two. The seniors, as always, have a lot going on. Altamont has an open invitation to village residents and hilltowners to join them. Day-by-day -day activities in Gilderland, as well as long-term programs. And Sue Kidder in New Scotland has, as always, detailed many, many, many trips on the big yellow bus and invites any seniors to join. Michael captured a beautiful scene of glistening snow on a laurel branch, as well as a gray squirrel <laughs> running up a tree in the snow. Obituaries this week are Thomas Santon Tipple, who's well known in Gilderland for heading the community caregivers and had a career of service. His brother said he lived his life with moral clarity. Michael Dancero is described by his wife as this kind and caring man who would bring her a cup of tea and fluff up her pillows whenever she didn't feel well. After we page through our legal advertisements, we come out with Out and About. There was ice fishing in the annual contest on Thompson Lake that Michael captured a scene from where buckets make good stools. The um, Gilderhaven is holding its Bear Hug fundraiser at the Gilderland Library this week. The Elliott House Thrift Shop is accepting donations and will be opening in March. And over this upcoming school break, with schools closed, the Discovery Center in the Pine Bush is open with lots of activities, this time centering on birds. Classified ads, wide and varied. And Michael was uh, watching how the Dutch were doing, and eight of them are, these are all wrestlers from Gilderland who have made it to the state qualifiers, and Mike will be on the scene in Glens Falls this weekend documenting what happens there. There are three wrestlers as well from the Voorheesville Burn Knox Westerlo team. And our back page is a salute to the Dutch the girls' women's basketball team who pulled out a close victory against the Patriots, and you can see them reaching, <laughs> fighting, and running. We wish you a good week.